1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage, from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast.
0: And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast here on CBS Sports. That's Tom Fernelli, That's Bud Elliott. I'm Chip Patterson coming to you live at YouTube.com slash Cover 3 and all across the 24-7 Sports Facebook network. Thanks for hanging out. Smash that subscribe. Smash that like. You see those sirens in your feed. You know exactly what that means. And it was only about, I don't know, an hour ago that we signed off upon further review. And now we are back because it's happened. It's fine. It, and and like I don't want to say finally in that I am exerting any like personal happiness that Auburn has, you know, decided to fire Brian Harson, but this has been a show and a discussion that we have circled May. I mean, this this thing, obviously, it calms down over the summertime. We didn't enter the season believing that it was going to happen. But if Missouri doesn't fumble and ends, uh, fumble out of the back of the end zone, we thought it was going to be about a month ago. No, we knew that there was going to be the off week, that maybe it was going to happen then. But no, as we discussed here on the Cover 3 podcast an athletic director search was going to be the first focus, and over the weekend we get the news that they are Auburn is finalizing a deal with Mississippi State athletic director John Cohen to come and come and take over that uh, vacant athletic director position. And right about the same time, Auburn has now decided to move on from Brian Harson, uh, three and five on the season. If you extend the uh, the two years that Brian Harson has spent there, that they have dropped ten of their past thirteen games overall, and Auburn has lost nine of its last ten against Power Five opponents dating back to last season. This is a nine and twelve record for Brian Harson in total, four and nine in SEC play. And this is a a tenure that will be quickly for a lot of Auburn fans, Flushed and moved on and we will get to the future in just a little bit. We'll be breaking down our candidates to watch and where we think Auburn goes from here. But when Brian Harson showed up, he showed up as an outsider. He showed up as what some people call it an outside the box hire. Was he doomed from the start?
3: I mean, certainly to some extent, yes. Uh, I think the, the more relevant question, and I think this is where you're going with this chip is maybe the why, right? Was it because of his own actions? Uh, was it because of Auburn? And I think, honestly, the answer is probably both. Uh, clearly, he was a compromised candidate where athletic director Alan Green, who was not somebody who was long for Auburn, uh, like they've been wanting to get rid of him for more than a year, and he just recently got out, kind of seized power and hired Brian Harson at a time when you had warring factions of other power players who wanted to hire other folks. And then Harson comes in there, and he does not hire uh, coordinators and other staffers, I think, who have enough, Experience and understanding in the SEC. He was trying to outcoach the SEC as opposed to out recruit them. And the thing is, he's not a better coach than the guys they have at Georgia or at Bama, which are your two primary rivals, not to mention LSU. And he was a much worse recruiter and his staff was really bad at recruiting overall. Uh, their junior day thing was kind of a disaster. So it became really clear this needed to be the move to be made. But I'm not sure, even if Auburn was in alignment, that it was going to work well. But given that Auburn was not in alignment, definitely it was not going to work. Do you think, like,
2: John Cohen did a thorough evaluation of the football department in his 15 minutes on the job before coming to this decision? Or do you think part of the interview process was, so you're going to fire Harson right away, right?
0: No, that was 100%. I mean, if anything, that's part of the interview process that Auburn should have had. Like, hello, we are Auburn University and our football program, the pride of this athletic department is in free fall. What would you do to fix it? And John Cohen, I would imagine. Said, I would part ways with Brian Harson quickly. Yeah. I mean,
3: what, I, <laughs> why are you just shrugging? He, well, he, look, John Cohen, we, we get all these Mississippi State fans and Old Miss fans who, who, who chirp at us. Be like, why do you think Auburn's a better job than this? Well, the, AD, the sitting AD of Mississippi State just left for Auburn, right? He clearly believes it's a better job, as do everybody else who's not biased uh, towards one of the Mississippi schools in the industry. But yet, his school, beat Auburn last year, right? He's watched other schools beat Auburn that should not be doing so. And uh, I think he thinks it's a great job to take. And I, I agree. I mean, there's some chaos that comes with Auburn, uh, but there's also uh, quite a bit of, of good stuff that comes with it. And they've won national championships in our lifetime. And there's not that many schools that have done so.
0: Do you think that, um, do you think that the, cu- is cultural fit something that matters? Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I think it does when things are going bad. I don't think yeah. it matters as much if things are going well. Like you can, I, I like usually Dan push Mullen, back on Dan that. Mullen, was Dan Mullen a cultural fit at Mississippi State? No, or? no, he's no, he's a guy from the Northeast. That's what I'm saying. But when they were winning, there was never any problems. It's not until you start losing to they're like, well, he's just not a cultural fit here.
3: I think Nick the Saban was a, is for a Michigan favorite. State.
2: Yeah, well, Urban Meyer also-
3: was a Notre Dame Utah guy. <laughs> Right. Like if you go and that's the thing is that you don't have to be an SEC guy to recruit in the SEC. I think that's a bunch of bunk, but you do have to be a damn good recruiter and somebody who values recruiting. And Harson did not. Yeah, I
0: think the SEC culture isn't about you know 80,000 person stadiums or southern hospitality. I think it's about the culture of talent acquisition and being willing to keep up and do what it need, do what needs to be done uh, to keep up along the way. Do you, was uh, Tom, you were on the Auburn over coming into the season. What was there about this team six and seven a year ago coming into this year that you, you thought could be done where Brian Harson would be able to? And he look, he might have gotten fired at seven and five, right? Mm-hmm. If, if Auburn wanted to do this, Auburn was going to do this. But what was it about this team that could have been accomplished? You know,
2: my, my play was kind of a result of... I was wrong, clearly, but I was also kind of right because the reason I took the over was because I thought that maybe the narrative going into the season was caught like impacting the total a little too much as far as what the books were setting it at. And I also thought that looking at the SEC West, I thought it was going to be kind of a weak division compared to what we were used to seeing in recent years. And there might be more wiggle room for a team like Auburn to get wins. And I have been correct. The SEC West this year is probably the weakest it's been in a very long time, but Auburn's
3: just part of it. They aren't getting the wins also like Tom took the over at six, right? Like I, I was, I was hammering the under at six and a half. I think it's entirely possible that, I mean, Auburn could still get to six, right? Whoa. They would need to beat Mississippi state, which has looked terrible in recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Texas just say Western. Western.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. This is the athletic director, uh, revenge game. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely something that matters to, uh, 18 to 22 year olds on, on the football side of things. But I, I, Auburn, uh, <clears throat> do we have? An, this is, by the way, breaking news. If if you're listening to this a little bit later, later, have they announced who the interim coach is going to be? Because that was another thing that we had discussed. Is that you've got a whole staff full of Auburn guys with a couple of Boise or like more uh, Brian Harson guys. Who's going to end up being the uh, the interim coach? Again, the schedule, as you just said, at Mississippi State this weekend, Texas A and M at home, Western Kentucky at home, and then the Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa at Alabama on November 26th to close the year
2: what's Kevin Steele
3: up to they have not announced an interim He's defensive the, coordinator the staff internally. <laughs> they've not like, announced it like not publicly but also uh I don't think they've told the guys on staff yet oh wow so not not that Harson's fired I mean clearly they have Twitter yeah, they know that. I I don't think they've said like who the interim is yet well I guess we'll see again Cohen was on the job for ten minutes
2: before he did it, so he probably hasn't really had a chance to think that through yet.
3: Yeah, I mean I this know. has been done for about thirty minutes now, and like yeah. if if you had told if the staff knew somebody would have leaked it already, and yeah. I don't think they know yet. Yeah, I so don't think Auburn cares who the interim is at this point.
0: What I mean. First of all, shout out to Auburn for doing this on a Monday workday when we were all <laughs> available. You know, we had just gotten done with a pun further review, which means that we were ready to, uh, to spring into action to be here as fast as possible. So we appreciate that. But man, that's disruptive to the uh, game week preparation that you've got. You know, I know that we talk about the dead cat bounce, the fired coach bump, but I mean, don't they have practice today? Don't they have team activities? sure sure hope they figure that out uh sometime in the near future all right auburn is now open it is one of the best jobs in all of fbs it is a job that is going to be coveted by many and i think that new athletic director john cohen if he decides to take this thing national he will have a chance to make one of the splashiest or more significant hires of the entire coaching cycle so We'll get into the candidates to watch for the Auburn
1: job to replace now fired coach Brian Harson next. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool, it's your online business partner from launch to success. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands.
2: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open
1: roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses
2: of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology,
1: marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
0: Am I right? Auburn is one of the like 20 best jobs in college football,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. You
2: can win national titles.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, right. For quality of life, Kentucky's a better job. You're gonna make similar money as long as you go to a bowl game consistently, you're gonna get extended. That the expectations are much more reasonable at Kentucky. You don't have to fight Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. But if you the way that these coaches are wired, man, they they want to go like they don't look at it as just, hey, I'm providing for my family. Cause you're gonna make good money anywhere. And the money's so guaranteed nowadays. If you get fired, it's whatever. It's more like I want to go chase a championship. I want to go play at the highest of levels that that type of thing and auburn has won a title in our lifetime and played for another so yes it's a really good job
2: also, do you go ahead it's like you said you don't have the job security but i mean here's a fun stat from brian fisher uh, auburn has paid roughly 37 million in buyouts in the past 687 days that's fifty-four thousand nine hundred dollars per day so like it's a very good job because if you don't do well you're going to get fired quickly and paid a whole lot of money
0: and you can win national championships. All right, bud, do you think that uh, John Cohen's going to take this to the market and try to you know, land one of the, the top candidates in the cycle?
3: I think he will take it within the Southeastern market, but I do not think that you get hired as the uh, AD at Auburn if you are seriously considering candidates from outside the Southeast. Uh, John Cohen's entire career has been inside the Southeast, right? He was a baseball player at Birmingham Southern. He was at Mississippi State. Right. And then he was the baseball coach at Florida and Kentucky before Mississippi State before becoming an AD. Uh, If you're Auburn, typically teams react to what they just had and go go differently. So Harson seen as an outsider, they're going to want an insider. Auburn's very like SEC anyway. Uh, So my guess here is that they will stay inside the SEC footprint or at least get somebody who has had significant SEC ties. I I would be very surprised, and this is maybe not the best strategy because, as we've seen, like the two best coaches in SEC recent history, Urban Meyer, and Nick Saban, came from outside the SEC. Uh, but I suspect Auburn will go inside the SEC footprint here uh, very strongly. So
0: who's uh, is who's at the top of that list?
3: I, I mean,
2: is Dion a realistic candidate?
0: Yes. You Interesting. You think? Well, maybe. Yeah. I think possibly. I think you give him a look. I think that you I think that you absolutely put him on the list and that you do not rush to go get Lane Kiffin. you do not rush to go get Hugh Freeze. If it will it end up being Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze, Hugh, Hugh Freeze, quite possibly. And I think that Auburn fans might celebrate. Might look at that as a win. I think that it would undoubtedly be in either case, I think be an upgrade on Brian Harson at Auburn. Um but I'd I think that you've got to put Dion on that list for at least consideration, you know, what was it, the Arkansas job where he was, you know, he had gone through the process. Um, I know reportedly he was in the mix or at least having those kind of serious conversations when it comes to the TCU job opening. And he he has come close enough to being a part of these Power 5 searches that I think that you give Dion a real look.
3: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they interview him. John Cohen being based in Mississippi for the last uh, 13 years would make me think that he's been able to hear the good and the bad about Dion behind the scenes, right? I'm sure he'll look into all the other things. Prime prep obviously needs to be looked into. Uh, Dion's really good at getting the media to talk about him. Like he's the first candidate we're talking about here. Uh, I mean, like he has some of these media talking about George Sanders as a Heisman candidate when his numbers aren't even like top five good out of the G5 QBs, right? But he also didn't get the Arkansas job. And they hired an unproven offensive line coach in Sam Pittman. That's worked out. But I think there are some hurdles for him to overcome to get a job in the top 20 in the country. But maybe he could, right? Maybe Cohen knows behind the scenes stuff that's really good about Dion. I think it's possible. But, man, you just took this big big new job as an AD. I think you're going to go for somebody more proven, right? I I think you got to talk to Mark Stoops or Lane Kiffin. Do you think Mark Stoops is leaving for Auburn, though? It all depends on how much you think he really is annoyed by this basketball talk over the summer, and does he want a new challenge? I've always felt like Stoops is staying at Kentucky until Iowa comes open. The East is getting tougher, though, in a way that I think you could have seen coming, just it was always theoretical. Florida is recruiting pretty well under Napier, much better than they did under Mullen or McIlwain. Tennessee is clearly spending the money in recruiting in a way that Kentucky is not. And they are also going to have, I mean, they're maybe number one tomorrow night when the playoff rankings come out. So it is possible that Tennessee's recruiting really kicks into it as well. And Georgia's not going anywhere. Saban might be going somewhere, right? Who knows when Nick, Nick hangs it up? He's not immortal, probably. So we'll have to see, but you could have this job for, I mean, could you coach at Auburn for seven or 10 years here? Seven to
0: ten? Boy, that seems like, like mean, a long time at Auburn. It, sure it does.
2: Titles, because if you go two years without one, they're going to find a reason to fire you.
0: So why would what would be the motivations for Lane Kiffin to leave Ole Miss to take Auburn? I think I, th- I, I seem like I hold the Auburn job in high regard. Am I disrespecting Mississippi State? Is that a true lateral move?
3: You mean Ole Miss? Ole Miss. It's not a lateral move. Uh, uh, Auburn's a better job than Ole Miss. Full stop. But I'll ask you this.
2: Is it a better job in that, like you said, if you're Auburn, you're playing Alabama and Georgia every year. If you're Ole Miss, you're playing Alabama every year, at least for now. And is your ceiling at this point, like I know Auburn's got the national title, what was that, 2010? Mm -hmm. So 12 years ago. it played for another national title in 2013, the last year before the playoffs started.
0: And And won an SEC championship in 17.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but in an expanded playoff. Is Ole Miss that much below Auburn, where if you're Lane Kiffin and you've got a good thing going right now in Oxford, do you want to start over and step into this kind of fishbowl and deal with the kind of crap you have to deal with at
3: Auburn? Or maybe you just kind of, you know, maybe you're just happy where you are. It's a fair point. Lane Kiffin has it pretty good in Auburn. But does he want to go chase a title? I don't think he can win a title at Ole Miss. Why? Recruiting, they do not recruit high schoolers at a good enough level. Auburn can, Old Miss does not. I said uh, SEC championship. I meant SEC division title. By the way, in and there's no more divisions probably pretty soon, right?
2: But why? Why are why are they unable to recruit high school at a high level? Ole Miss compared to
3: Auburn can't Lane change that? I think Auburn has better geography overall in terms of its proximity to Atlanta. Proximity mm-hmm. to the state of Florida. It's in a more talented state, you know, Auburn compared or Alabama compared to Mississippi. You know, JUCOs are less important than they used to be, and that's what Ole Miss used to thrive on. Um, and Auburn just, quite frankly, knows how to play the game better than Ole Miss does. You, you, we can all think of different recruitments that they've won. Hell, they beat out John Cohen School for a pretty high-profile guy that brought him to brought him a national title. Clemson can tell you about some defensive tackles they've signed over the years. That, uh, that they thought they had sewn up to the last minute and Auburn snagged them. So but Miss, they understand how to play the game.
2: They were recruiting pretty well under Hugh Freeze, though, weren't they?
3: Like, why? They were. And it kind of, like, man, it, it, so many red flags that, like, you, you you get the police copter up and you get the spike strips out. If, if, if oh, there are certain programs that are just not allowed to recruit that well,
2: those red flags are gone now. You could just do it. You could, but put it in this, a red solo cup, little bundle of cash in there and hand it out. All
0: right. Proximity to Atlanta versus proximity to Memphis.
3: Um, no contest. Atlanta is be- probably the best recruiting mm-hmm. city in the country. Now you can argue Miami, I guess.
0: The the geography is the the one one piece of that that I I, I seems seems to make sense to me. Ole Miss fans, by the way, um, do not want to see Lane Kiffin go. Lane Kiffin is the face of that program. His his swagger. His his tweeting at Jimbo Fisher and tagging Taylor Swift. (laughs) like Everything about that is tremendous and probably reasons why Auburn fans would want him. uh, Lane Kiffin, certainly on that list. Now, Hugh Freeze, that is not a lateral move to go from Liberty Biberty all the way to Auburn. That is uh, an extreme step up. It is a return to the SEC. There were times where it was reported that Freeze coming to the SEC, returning to the SEC was getting a little bit of pushback, even as high as like the league office levels. Um, do you think p- time has been served, so to speak, in the court of public opinion and that the hiring of Hugh Freeze would not you know, receive much pushback, at least within the Auburn and SEC communities?
3: I don't know. This this would be all kinds of incestuous, given that John Cohen was the AD at Mississippi State during the time that all the free stuff and and you know Mullen having his player Narcon freeze and, and just all yeah, like how friendly those two are. Yeah, I'm curious uh, if if they'd want to work together. I I'm not going to say anything that people are going to old takes expose me here, but I would be a little bit surprised if Freeze got the Auburn job based on who Auburn just hired as, as its AD. Also, like I don't
2: know the buyout information, but didn't Hugh just get an extension last week? Yes. Okay.
3: There was a coach, and Tom brings this up. And it's a great point. What is the buyout information? Because there was a coach a couple years ago who signed a deal right before he left for another school, and I think it was just to get his current school some extra buyout money or something like that. Was it? Was it McIlwain and and uh, in Colorado State? It might. Have, yeah. Colorado State built the indoor off that uh, off part of that buyout money. Like, he's doing a favor to
0: his uh, current employer, knowing that the new employer is going to come and pay to be able to get him out of his contract. Right. So, is that Mel Tucker leaving Colorado for Michigan State? That's what Jordan says in the private chat. I don't know. I I
2: remember somebody did do it, and I think it was Colorado or Colorado State. So I just – this is like – if you're Auburn, obviously you want a recruiter, which is why I've seen people mention Dan Mullen. I don't think it's going to be Dan Mullen because it'd be funny. No way in to bring hell. Ryan Harson because he doesn't recruit well enough and then bring in the guy who Florida got rid of because he wasn't recruiting hard enough. But are you like, do you think there's, if you're Auburn, are you more offensively inclined or defensively inclined or do you not care? You just want a recruiter?
3: I think you don't really care because Harson was an offensive guy and they weren't really any good on offense. So it's not like, they're not trying to shift away from oh we're way on display, like we don't play enough defense because we're just trying to win shootouts type atmosphere. They were just sort of bad on both sides of the ball. Totally agree with Tom. They're not gonna they're not gonna hire the guy that Dan Mullen just stuffed in a locker on the recruiting trail for four years in a row, or that Kirby Smart really, you know, stuffed in a locker in Dan Mullen. They're not gonna hire that dude when your main recruiting rival now is not Nick Saban, because Nick Saban's not gonna be there that much longer, right? I don't think. Your main recruiting rival is Kirby if that's where you're trying to get, because Kirby is cemented there and he's in the best city in the country for recruits. So Den Mullen's not going to get hired at the Auburn job. Do you want, you want to light up just pour
2: some gas and light a match real quick? Jimbo to Auburn. No, 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 nobody's going after Jimbo right now. Um, Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma for USC. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame for LSU. Why wouldn't Josh Heupel leave Tennessee for Auburn?
3: Uh, I Ooh, because I think, who is t- who are Tennessee's new rivals w- when we go to the new divisions? Georgia, Alabama, and Kentucky. I think they're going to keep Tennessee, Florida. So I'd, I'd, I'd probably Tennessee, Georgia's gone. It's probably like you probably keep Bama, and uh, I don't know. I I think Tennessee with the way they're committed in the line now. I'd rather just stay at Tennessee than take the Auburn job personally. And until I see that Auburn is aligned. But Auburn going out and taking a sitting AD from the SEC, a division rival, rival, uh, is kind of a shot that, hey, we're serious about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Harson hire and attempted coup and then firing was not really, didn't look very serious.
0: All right. So we got uh, Lane Kiffen, We've got Hugh Freeze. We've got Deion Sanders. Now I think we, uh, we start to open things up just a little bit. And like, is Matt Rule going to get a look?
2: how would that play? Like if you're an Auburn fan, I understand like Matt rule had success at Baylor and we've seen plenty of coaches fail in the NFL, come back and fail or to be great in college. But does Matt rule seem like the kind of hire that Auburn's doing this for?
3: I don't know what Auburn thinks of Matt rule and what he did there, but he obviously built temple up. They did a really nice job. Auburn could do worse than Matt rule. I think, mm-hmm. uh, but he's not—he's not the top candidate on their board by far. He's not SEC. Yeah, right. And uh, Auburn's gonna want some SEC. Uh, I do think we should not just gloss over Mark Stoops. Okay. I—I I think that's a legit thing that they will try to take a look at if it's you know if it's not given this if they get that that's a great hire. A great hire. Yeah. To me. <laughs> um if they really strike out, if candidates seem to think that Auburn is still a cluster internally, which non-zero chance Jeff Grimes the OC at Baylor uh, was the former Auburn line coach a lot of Auburn power players remember his time fondly as like as has been told to me uh, the last time we had a decent offensive line was under Grimes and they want to get that fixed and he would be very SEC but also coach offense and be and be tough
2: could it happen to Oregon again
0: Dane Lanning
3: yeah oh my god yeah it could. <laughs> At, well, after this new conference realignment stuff, right? That's what I'm saying. What if, what if Oregon gets nailed again?
2: Like they keep they keep hiring big recruiters from the southeast, and then the southeast takes them <laughs> right back as soon as they need them.
0: I, I would absolutely keep Dan Landing on a list, and Dan Landing's probably in, in this bucket of. If it's not Lane, if it's not Freeze, like then then we start to open things up a little bit. Like if is is Auburn excited if Coastal Carolina coach Jamie Chadwell is introduced as the next Auburn head football coach.
3: I am I don't know if Auburn fans are. I think it'd be a great hire. I don't think they'll do it because they're going to want not only power 5 experience, but I think they're going to have a strong emphasis on SEC experience. That's why like I think Matt Rule would probably be a good hire. I don't know that Auburn would hire Matt Rule because he doesn't have SEC experience. Like, I think they're serious about that. How what were Auburn fans' feelings of Dillingham
2: all that year he was there? Because what if Lanning comes, brings Dillingham back with him? There's a lot of SEC experience in there, a lot of experience in that region, too.
3: I do not think that they were very high on, on that offense that year.
0: So you're I'm I'm not uh I don't know if I'm all – I need. I have not reached out to Salsas inside of the Auburn uh, program, but if, if they only say like, if SEC experience is a must for this job, then I think that would be a, a disappointment in terms of ruling out other candidates that potentially could lead this job to new heights. I mean, this is, this is, a, re, this is a reset button type hire for Auburn at a time when the league is about to expand – and the playoffs are about to expand, like, don't don't limit yourself to the old playbook because the playbook's about to be rewritten. Like, how you are successful and what determines success at Auburn University is about to be very different five years from now. Throw in the Nick Saban factor of this, which, by the way, Auburn making this move on Nick Saban's birthday. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Um, this... This is should be a hire for the future. This should be a hire where you're willing to be uh, a little bit more open-minded. Like Lance Leipold, is that does that fall into the same? Like, oh, I would love it. I don't no. know if Auburn fans would like
3: it. Too I don't much, think that, I think Auburn fans would hate it. Mm-hmm. Like you need to have SEC recruiting experience. I think in their minds, Bielema.
2: can't rule it out. But I think Brett's been pretty open about when he left Wisconsin for Arkansas. And just how he, he kind of regrets making that
3: move at the time, and I don't know if he's going to do it again, especially to go to the same division. Also, I think if you're an Auburn fan, you probably say no to Bielima. As crazy mm-hmm. as that sounds, and I think they should say yes if if they had a chance to get him. I think the guy's a good coach, but I think they would think at as, oh look, man, he came down from the easy Big Ten, Big Ten West, which is a, a joke of division, and uh, you know, like he just failed totally in uh, in the SEC. Can't cut it in the SEC took him 18 months to get Illinois in the top 15. He sucks. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> How happy is Dave Aranda at Baylor?
2: I think Dave Aranda is just generally happy.
3: Does that mean he wouldn't listen to the Auburn job? Mm-hmm. But he's got that. Students. Yeah, that could be interesting because if you could get him and Grimes to come back. Dave was LSU's DC for the listeners at home who don't know.
2: You know. You know what? You need a recruiter. You need a guy that's going to energize the, the fan base and get that locker room pumped up. What about the coach? Oh, get him down to Auburn. Get the gumbo going.
0: No. no.
2: You just mentioned Aranda. And my brain went that way because of the LSU, <laughs> LSU thing.
0: Uh, what about Kevin Steele? The boosters who tried to lead the coup to put him in place. I guess they still give money to the university and to the football program. Does Kevin Steele have a chance to come back and get the job?
3: I would say it's like 0% chance. If Kevin Steele gets this job, it it then then Cohen has made an enormous mistake signing with Auburn and leaving Mississippi State. Like that no. Uh, also Dellinger's reporting that uh, so that Cohen was told that he gets to run his own athletic department. So I guess that means without interference.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good luck.
3: <laughs> good yes. luck with that. I, yeah.
0: Sounds good.
3: I once took a job uh, and uh, almost quit in the first year because the person who I told specifically when I was negotiating should not be my manager. Ended up being my manager after some people moved around. And I was like, yeah, this ain't going this go fly, man. But no, no, guys, the, you cut the checks. Person, I have the role. Same, the same people who have spent
2: $37 million in the last two years to buy out the last coaches and are now going to have to roll up some more money to buy the new one are definitely not going to be looking for any input in anything you do.
0: <laughs> any other names that we should uh, we should keep an eye on? I mean, this it sounds like there's a, a very big, like, uh, easy, like, can John Cohen hire Lane Kiffin away from Ole Miss? If no, then we enter all these other, like, chart Like, that's the flow chart, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at the very beginning is this one hire that seems like it could work, and listen, Lane Kiffin would love to be going head to, head to head with Nick Saban in the Iron Bowl on the last Saturday in, in November or whenever the final week of the season is when they move the football season up eventually. Um, like, I, if no, then I think we open this thing up to, uh, to some of these other candidates, right?
2: Um, yeah. How long do you think it'll take before, like, are they the first ones to get their hire done? Do you think this will be a long process? Because, I mean, Nebraska's been open for a while. There's some big jobs that are open that have gotten a head start. But, I mean, I really – like, I wonder if, like, candidates that were maybe considering Wisconsin and Nebraska are now going to see what their job is with Auburn. Because I think that if you look at the open gigs, Auburn's the best available Power 5 gig out there right now.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah. Auburn is the – right, so what about – um I mean, you all disagree on Nebraska-Wisconsin, but it's Auburn at one – and either Wisconsin, Nebraska, or Nebraska, Wisconsin.
3: I ended up agreeing with Todd. Or, 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 Why did I call you Todd? I ended up agreeing with Tom on that. I just I was I think you could if you wanted to argue it the other way, but I think Wisconsin is better. It's personal preference. There's really no clear cut. I think Auburn's a clear cut number one.
0: And then uh Georgia Tech and Colorado.
2: I'm Colorado.
3: Others are Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah. And then Arizona uh, State. Marcelo just said on CBS HQ that the uh, number one candidate to watch is Freeze. Apparently, so or not? Excuse me, excuse me, not Freeze, Kiffin.
0: Yeah, Lane uh, Kiffin. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like the, this, and we're not going to find to out about Lane Kiffin true. until the regu- until the Egg Bowl's done. But you know, there are two days between the Egg Bowl and the Iron Bowl. If you wanted to,
2: <laughs> Lane coaches the Egg Bowl and then goes over to the Iron Bowl two days later. Don't worry,
0: I've <laughs> got two game plans ready. I've been prepping for this. <laughs> It's this is going to be, um, it is going to be an interesting test of sort of where, how far Ole Miss has come. You know, if, if this turns into a bidding war, is Ole Miss going to be able to show the kind of commitment that it might take to convince, uh, Lane Kiffin to stay? If Auburn presents the opportunity that Lane Kiffin is looking for in his continued climb, uh, throughout the coaching ranks as we, you know, trace him all the way back from the, you know, school for young boy. Nick Saban, school for failed coaches and young boys. Uh, to FAU, to Ole Miss. I like, guess he's going to make another move. And then if if he ends up deciding to stay with Ole Miss, now it starts to get a little interesting uh, moving forward. Can, can I throw one th- more thing out there? Yeah.
2: But who are the two best coaches in SEC history? In recent SEC history. But who are the two best in recent SEC history? Uh,
3: Nick Saban mm-hmm. and Ur- Urban Meyer. Or is one of those guys out of a job right now? Oh, you can't spell
0: Auburn oh. without Urban.
3: Yeah, but but Saban clear him back. Yeah, but Saban kind of drove Urban into retirement. Retirement the first time, so uh, maybe Saban. timing wise, it'd be good. You too Urban, Urban's done such a good job at picking his spots, man. Like he got he got the he got Florida when the SEC was kind of a little topsy turvy. He picked up Ohio State when Michigan was a disaster.
2: Like, if, if you're thinking of, like, a coach out there that could, like, for a program like Auburn that has way too many people pulling in way too many different directions, if there's a coach out there that could get everybody aligned for the culture of the program,
0: isn't he the one? He, like, wraps three national championship rings on the table, you know, yes, when he needs to, like, silence things.
2: You know he's going to recruit. He'll hire his coordinators, and he'll just be the figurehead.
3: I mean,
0: you make them say no, you check in.
3: I mean, <laughs> I can't wait till, till, or, till urban goes. He's like, you know, I've always just loved the Auburn job and admire the Auburn people. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it was my, one of my dream jobs. One of my dream jobs. There is a commitment to
0: excellence here. Yeah. That is unquestioned, man. I listen, urban Meyer to Auburn. Urban Meyer to Auburn, Urban Meyer to Auburn, Urban Meyer, Auburn coaching search. Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders. I mean, Deion Sanders because of an Under Armour connection, because of the proximity to the region. And as you mentioned, whether it happens or not probably has a lot to do with what John Cohen knows or has heard uh, from his time at Mississippi State. Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, Deion Sanders, Urban Meyer, um, and a host of other coaches that could be a little bit interesting. But... That's uh that's where this thing sits with the best available job currently on the coaching carousel. Anything else before we get out of here?
2: Does Brian Harson take any of the open jobs because this is from Steve Berkowitz at the USA today. Per his contract, Harson is owed the buyout of 15.575 million. The contract states that Harson has no duty to mitigate and Auburn is not entitled to any offset from Harson's future income. So if you're one of the open jobs, you might be able to get a discount on Brian Harson for the next few years.
0: Same with uh, I think Colorado should go for Brian Harson or Paul Christ. Yeah.
2: Maybe save some money in the short term, get a good coach.
0: Georgia Tech George Tech should not get Brian Harson. Uh, Brian Harson could go to Arizona state.
2: Mm -hmm. I think he's a better fit at Colorado.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Any, any other names to watch? Any other thoughts? Again, thank you to Auburn for doing this on a Monday in the middle of the Mm -hmm. day. It's a huge pain when we try to pull from all across the city, Brian Harson, three and five on the season, uh, a total of nine and 12 during his, uh, his two almost two seasons four and nine in sec play again the tigers have lost nine of their last 10 to power five opponents including a streak snapping loss to arkansas uh, this past saturday that was it new athletic director in place and a head coaching vacancy for the auburn tigers you can follow him on twitter at tom Fernelli. you can follow him at bud elliott three you can follow me at chip underscore patterson gentlemen thank you very much
3: Thank you. <laughs> See ya.
1: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League twenty-four-seven.